0: Good night everyone, good evening, it's 1924 hours in the United Kingdom, Thursday the 31st of March, the last day in March 2022. Hello, welcome to an audio diary, a personal health journey. I'm Hannah, your host, and I started this podcast after going through gynecological surgery in March 2020. I want to help like-minded people to myself who have gone through a particular health situation or may be considering going through a particular health situation particularly a woman type of surgery and want to live that fulfilling life after their health situation my podcast show is primarily my thoughts on the go however i will share with you what i learned to do with my health both mentally and physically so without further ado let's get started on this podcast episode I really didn't know how I was going to piece this podcast together (laughs) story of my life friends and if you're a more seasoned listener to this podcast show you'll know that I often do things on the fly so it just came to me today when I felt really reassured and it's just taking that time friends I believe to reflect on certain things to make sense of the world sometimes it comes easy to what on, but then other times it might not come easy to one and for me it's taking that little bit of extra time one maybe because I'm dyslexic and I process it in a different way and sometimes I take time to process things e- even more than others maybe because of the way my brain works but yeah without Aside from that we all sometimes need that time to reflect and process things and I was just thinking I've come to a lot of realisations today Thursday the 31st of March 1926 hours in the United Kingdom and whilst I had a bit of a distressing time two days ago when I went to see my family home and my parents and lots of things were spoiling in my psyche and everything but it's kind of come to a halt today because I've had this realisation and I feel so good and I feel so happy going forward and I'm not going to say everything in this podcast episode because this podcast episode is about death things that one may not want to talk about after a health situation and why I wanted to bring this podcast episode in to play is because this is a touchy subject and unfortunately friends it will be the end of the road for one because we all have a sell by date we all have a lifeline so to speak we all have an expiry date so to speak (laughs) and I know that doesn't sound good but it's science it's life nothing lasts forever just like you go to the stores and you see shelves and things marked best before date unfortunately it's the fact of the matter we have a best before date on our life but not printed as a a barcode or anything, it's just we will get old you see people when they go through life you see the stages of them you see their skin it it turns wrinkly at certain points in their life it's just a fact of the matter and I wanted to touch on this because it's a touchy subject but I think it's real because when one goes through a life situation especially certain life situations you don't know whether you're going to live or die you don't know what's going to be tomorrow so it's always important to tell loved ones things and to be as communicative as possible if that makes sense. So that's the first point I want to get across. This podcast show will mostly be my thoughts on the fly and I will share with you some factual information I put in and find on the website which I haven't found at the minute but I will find just before concluding this podcast episode. So that's the first point and why I wanted to bring it in Easter because Easter for me is a pivotal time as a Christian. I think about god's death jesus christ who died on the cross for us and in the spiritual sense he died to save christians and he died because so that christians can have hope of having life in the spiritual world once again i don't want to make this too churchy or too preachy because i understand some people may not be a christian and that's okay and religion is a very pivotal subject and i don't really like to get into religion too much because i don't want to get into arguments or anything like that, so to speak, because I'm not that kind of person. Yes, I will talk about my points and I will defend myself, but I'm not an argumented person, if that makes sense. So yeah, but yeah, so it is a very pivotal situation, I think. And whilst I was in the hospital, one of the first three thoughts within my psyche friends was oh I'm here when I woke up from my myomectomy surgery and sometimes when one is in a particular health situation they think oh I don't know what's going to happen because prior to my surgery friends i was scared because i had read all the information or should i say most of it from the pamphlets from the leaflets i was given in the hospital there's still some information that i haven't got round to reading and i do like to read a lot of information and to educate myself and i will read it because i want to read it so i can pass it on or so i can throw it away basically because i like to have that but it's just for me i take time to read things because of how i process things because maybe on my dyslexia I made that take that little bit extra time but it's just how I am it's just me it's just Hannah I'm just being my regular self but yeah I just think that in life it's always important to do things and why also I wanted to bring this podcast episode is because we don't know when our life is going to end whether it be a health situation or whether it be a tragic incident that happens to us we don't know and it's always important one of the reasons why i thought to bring this podcast episode is because it's always good to have certain plans in place and just about half an hour ago i've just finished this movie called my brother and my sister it was a 15 rated movie but absolutely amazing a european movie on the netflix and it just made me come to those realizations about my family and some of the things I was experiencing and going through in my life right now but I will put that in the communication podcast after a health situation which will be out in June this year 2022 so you can check that one out so yeah it's been absolutely amazing and although it was kind of like a gritty film some things in it i would say it's like can be unpleasant to some viewers but it was well made and it explained a lot about mental health issues some things that i didn't even know myself and it's nice the way the director and the producer put it on screen and it's a european movie so it might be originally italian or something like that i think i saw on the netflix on the side view and the bar but they made it and they put it in English so that people can watch it and yeah if I had to rate it I would say 10 out of 10 I would definitely buy it again to own on DVD or Blu-ray because it's absolutely worth a watch so I would recommend that movie but yeah I just think friends that really and one needs to prepare themselves when it comes to talking about death and those pivotal subjects and those maybe touchy subjects and even in that movie they had a scene I think it was largely around someone who had passed away I don't want to ruin it for people who may want to tune in but it was largely around someone who had passed away in their family and it kind of fits together nicely in this podcast episode because we don't know when we're going to go so for me a couple of weeks ago I was thinking that I want to prepare my will I want to do things I want to know that a family will be taken care of even though I don't have a family right now of my own but I know that I will have a partner one day and possibly we'll have one child or even more children but i know that i will it's coming it's just when it's going to happen so i want to prepare and i want to have that wheel in place and i want to write things down to know that who will get what i know it can cause arguments and i know it's a touchy subject because when one is gone sometimes there's arguments and you just want to try and do things fairly and i do want to do things in the fairest way but i do want to know that my things will be used for good so if it's like my podcast episode i'm doing things and putting content out there so people can learn from it so when i'm gone so to speak i want to know that i've lived a fulfilling life i may have helped one person or a few people and i'm doing things to know that i don't regret so much when i'm gone because i know that nothing lasts forever And yeah, and I want to know that when i have my epitaph it will say committed dedicated person young lady hannah voice or <laughs> when my marathon name comes into play it will say that hopefully god will life be spared but yeah that's why i'm doing things now more after surgery than ever before because i want to live my life to the fullest i like to lap up the opportunities and i think that's what life's all about and me going through this myomectomy has helped me see a lot of things which i may not I've saw prior to the surgery and with that friends that I'm not really too much sure what to say again about this topic but I just really wanted to touch on certain points because it is a pivotal subject and I may bring it up once again but for now I'm going to leave it there and I just want to encourage you if you're considering going through a massive health situation like myself and have no fear just follow the doctor's orders and follow the medical experts orders and you'll be all right and I just think preparation is key because you just don't know when life is going to be up you don't know try to live the best life you can if you're going through something similar to me with a pelvic mass or fibroid or tumour something similar within your gynecological area if you had your health situation try to live the best you can every single day and lapping up the possibilities and even though life is hard life is funny sometimes it gets crappy it gets in the way we go ups and downs and we have different moods or it's all about lapping up the possibilities after your health situation as well yes it can be scary and also having that supportive network as well going forward because support is key as well and with that friends i'm going to say bye for now sayonara i hope you all have a lovely thursday whichever place you are in the world and I hope my dwelling life be spared tomorrow the 1st of April is a new challenge and a new lease of life for you so you can prepare so you can plan so you can go forward and yeah we got this friends and I know some people do 1st of April April Fool's pranks up to 12 o'clock in the United Kingdom I know they do that but yeah it's life's about lapping up all the opportunities I would say because you just don't know when that time comes and you kick the bucket so to speak so yeah if you want to go on that trip go on that trip if you've got the money to I say go on that trip if you want to kiss someone kiss someone embrace them hug them tell them you love them because you don't know you don't want to live with too much regrets in life and I got the and learned the epitaph and what an epitaph is from one of the personal development books I was reading one time I'm not too sure the author... I read one by Gail Linderford... And she writes some good personal development books... But yeah... There was another personal development book... When they were saying what do you want on your epitaph... And I believe it is one of the teachable books... But I will get the name of it... It's right at the tip of my head... And I can't think of it right now... But yeah... And it just made me think when I read that bit. I saw that and think about what do I want on my epitaph? Because that was prior to surgery when I read that, and now I'm thinking more. What do I want from life? Because I definitely know that I want to live a fulfilling life, especially after I've gone through this massive biological surgery. For a woman, especially now, because I know life is precious and every day I just want to live it to the best of my ability. And yes, I may have anxious moments because I do have anxiety myself and I do worry quite a bit, but whenever I'm out of that little phase or my little bubble, I like to live it to the best of my ability. And <laughs> with that, friends, I, I could go on and on and on, but I'm not going to go on and on. I'm going to sign off with a quote about passing away and sub it from the expert and then I will be with you shortly for the next episode so I'll say bye for now sayonara happy Thursday stay safe everyone and I will be with your lovely people shortly good morning lovely people it's Saturday the 2nd of April at 1 55 in the morning yes that's right I'm coming back in to conclude the podcast episode of death after a health situation and I wanted to bring you some word from an expert point of view I found a really nice site it's a paper actually and it's called theguardian.com I will put the link in the description box of the podcast episode but so it says the top five regrets of dying a nurse has recorded the most common regrets of the dying and among the top ones is i wish i hadn't worked so hard what would your biggest regret be if this was your last day of life there was no mention of the more and more sex or bungee jumps a palliative nurse who has counselled the dying in their last days has revealed the most common regrets we have at the end of our lives and among the top from men in particular is I wish I hadn't worked so hard Ronnie Wall is an Australian nurse who spent several years working in palliative care caring for patients in their last 12 weeks of their lives she recorded their dying epiphanies in a blog called inspiration and Try, which gathered so much attention on that she put her observation into a book called the top five regrets of dying and these things friends sound really interesting and they have clickable links too so I'll be diving in and looking at these things and articles more but just to give you a brief overview and I really wanted to get this topic out there because I think it's important whilst we have life and whilst one goes through a health situation it's important to talk about these subjects called death as well and dying because friends it's a fact of life and we do all have a cell by date so to speak and I know that sounds a bit funny but we do so war writes of the phenomenal clarity of vision that brought gain at the end of their lives and how we might learn from their wisdom when questioned about any regrets they had or anything they would do differently she says common themes surfaced again and again here are the top five regrets of dying as witnessed by war i assume this person is a nurse so mentioned this and it's a really good article as I say by theguardian.com so one is I wish I had the courage to live a true life to myself not the life others expected of me and that's really true friends after my myomectomy surgery in particular I wanted and I continue to try and live a fulfilling life although things haven't been too pretty this week and I have been a little bit sad a lot of things happen particularly in my family home and with certain relationships but without going on from a tantrum as i just woke up and i like to be positive and even though i ate quite a bit yesterday and i was indulging and i had a really nice donna kebab kind of plant-based style me and it was really nice but i am really really thirsty now to be fair and in a couple of hours i want to go to the gym so i might get a coffee in a bit but like at four or five o'clock because I like to start my morning about four or five o'clock but I needed to come in and really conclude this podcast episode so yeah so I've really tried to be my true authentic self and I feel great for it friends because to be fair friends I feel like me oh, when I'm living my life and being my true authentic self is absolutely amazing friend and even though it's hard I still feel good. Because prior to surgery, friends, I sometimes would put on a mask and sometimes would hide things and not be my true authentic self. And it was horrible and it was... I never felt good, totally, within myself, true and true without. But now, after surgery, being my true authentic self, although it's hard, friends, it's been amazing. Number two is, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. This came from every male person that the nurse at all it doesn't say this exactly but I'm paraphrasing a little bit they missed their children's youth and their partner's compassion shift. women also spoke of this regret but as most were from an older generation most of the female patients had or had not been breadwinners all of the men I nursed deeply regretted spending so much of their lives on the treadmill of a working existence so that can be true too It's working so hard and I have heard this sometimes that people regret working so hard and it's about getting that work-life balance and i have spoke about this on other podcast episodes i can't remember exactly which one i think there's one in april that i spoke about balance and you can check that podcast out if you want to three i wish i had the courage to express my feelings many people's suppress their feelings in order to keep peace with others as a result they've settled for a mediocre see a mediocre existence and never become the heir and who they truly are capable of coming. many develop illnesses related to the bitterness and resentment they carried as a result and that's true and I think friends this point number three what The Guardian.com mentions is about it all ties into being one's true authentic self and expressing oneself and living in the moment that's why every day friends I seek to be my true authentic self I seek to lap up experience and feelings even though some of the feelings and emotions I experience are not pretty are not nice But if I lap up the opportunities and if I express my true feelings, then I can move on in a good way and I have less and less of those regrets. Four, they said, I wish I had stayed in touch with friends. And this is a big one, friends, because after my surgery and my health situation, friends, I do like to stay in touch with friends but at the same time I want to live a true and happy life. Some of the friends I know from before are toxic and I'm trying to sift out any toxic friends from the ones that mean me good and the ones that don't mean me so good. I just keep at arm's length because I want a positive life, I want a happy life but it also says friends. Often they would not truly realise the full benefits of old friends until they're passing away, their dying weeks, and it was not always possible to track them down. Many had become so caught up in their own lives that they had let golden friendships slip by over the years. There were many deep regrets about not giving friendships the time and effort that they deserved. Everyone misses their friends when they are passing away or dying which is true friends and i think it's good to have relationships but also i may speak more about this topic it's always good to have positive relationships because some of the friends friends believe it or not they are toxic but it's about sifting out the good from the bad this is in my personal opinion and my point of view then number five they said i wish that i had let myself be happier this is a surprisingly common one many did not realize until the end that happiness is a choice they had stayed stuck in their old patterns and habits the so-called comfort of familiarity overflowed into their emotion as well as their physical lives fear of the change had them pretending to others and to themselves and their selves that they were content when deep within they longed to laugh properly and have silliness in their life again what your deepest regret so far and what will you set out to achieve or change before you die and I think I'm going to leave it there because it goes on but I will put the article in the description box of the podcast episode and this is something I want to ask you what is your regret so far and if you're yet to have your health situation is this something that you think about and if you have had your situation and health situation do you think about that sometimes what do you long to do differently that you didn't do prior to your surgery and do you do things differently because for me every day i'm living my life to the best and the fullest and i like to live my life to the best and the fullest because i know that when you go through a massive health situation and a life-changing health situation you're seeking to live the best way and for me this is prominent every single day and sometimes it's hard it really is hard but friends even coming back from my parents house i kind of thought for a second oh for a while, a couple of days, a couple of hours, maybe going back to my old ways, but then I thought, no, I'm not going to do that, because at the end of the day, I'm a happy person, I'm living my best authentic life, and although my parents may not understand me, others may not understand me, but I truly do feel happy friends, I truly feel, and really feel great, because I'm doing some of the things that I never thought I would do, and most importantly, I'm living my best and authentic life, and I love being friends, I absolutely and with that friends because i'm getting really thirsty and dry i'm gonna conclude this podcast episode because i can talk for England sometimes my mom even said that to me once i could talk for England but i truly can but i may pick up this podcast episode again but i want to say have a lovely Saturday whichever place you are in the world stay safe and i will be with you lovely people shortly bye for now